0: Welcome to the first episode of AYA, I'm Emily, and I'm Serena. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about our experience of going to school in China, and we're going to make a comparison between the Chinese and American education. Yeah, so Emily and I, we were both born in the United States, and because of our parents' job, we moved back to China when I was one and when Emily was in first grade. And we stayed there until I was in third grade. And she was in seventh grade. So basically, the first language that I learned was Chinese. Yeah, so basically, we were sent to like a local Chinese school instead of an international school, which a lot of people do as well. Okay, so I guess like first, we should probably explain like what is the Chinese education system, like kind of give an overview Um, in contrast to the american one so in china you have up to four years of preschool plus kindergarten and then you enter six years of elementary school and then throughout that entire time you stay with the same classmates and then you have three years of middle school three years of high school and then you do Gaokao, which is like the famous college entrance exam in china and then you go to college for four years Okay, so I guess, like, what is your favorite thing about Chinese education, looking back? My favorite part about Chinese education is to get to stay with the same class. Like, I got to stay with my class in elementary school up until I was in third grade, and I felt like I knew everybody in the class really well. Yeah, I think I think that is something that I really like about the Chinese education system as well, because cause I got to attend um, elementary school all six years, and I feel like I got so close to a lot of people, and my closest friends till this day like some of them are still people from my elementary school like even though we don't talk all the time but every time we catch up it's like we never we were never separated which is like really nice to have that friendship um starting from a really young age and i think that's something i really appreciate yeah and also in china they make you dance in the morning
1: which oh, is yeah. really really
0: fun because it helps you wake up and i really liked dancing when i was younger so yeah it was like it was like dancing and then doing exercise it's it's low key like what the YouTube like workout videos are today. Yeah, yeah. we literally just do that together on the field with music. Mm-hmm. After we like sing the na- national anthem and yeah. listen to like the teachers talk about uh, like how we should pick up the trash and all that stuff yeah. in school. It was a good time. And also, um, they had these things called like eye protection. How do you how do you say? Oh, it? like eye protection exercise. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do that before, um, like at least t- is it twice a day? It was twice a day, right? Yeah, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Yeah, and basically you have to close your eyes, and there's there there were four sets of exercises, and the teachers or like the the officers in the class would walk around to check to make sure that your eyes aren't open. Mm-hmm. But I was I would always try to like sneak yes. like steal glances. At yeah, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The exercises are really helpful because. Sometimes when my eyes hurt, I still do them, especially the second set. Mm, like in the afternoon. Yeah, and it just works really well. Yeah, and I think, um, I guess like other things that I really liked about Chinese education is that like the teachers were like really strict. Mm-hmm. And we had like a lot of homework compared to, for example, my counterpart in the United States. And I think it helped me develop really good work ethic that I had. That I have until this day and also like how to study for a test like how to do well in classes So I think that was really helpful even though I feel like I was a pretty like stressed little second grader but it's fine <laughs> like now I'm like benefiting off of that so yeah and also this is very different from American education is your grades don't accumulate over the, over the year it's more like the final test determines your grade
1: mm-hmm. like
0: I guess there's good sides and bad sides, too, but I really liked it because I could fail a lot of tests, <laughs> and it didn't really affect Did my you grades. fail a lot of tests? Yeah, in the last semester of their grade, I basically failed all my tests. Why? I stopped studying because I knew I was moving here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, after your final exams are graded, the teachers will come to your home to visit you and your parents to talk about your performance for the semester or you go to school to pick up like your report card and you have to have a conversation with a teacher and those are so scary i I was always super stressed wait really yeah i guess it's always i guess it's because i'm such a good student (laughs) but i was not stressed (laughs) but yeah i'm pretty sure you were a good student too yeah they the teachers loved me but i was just stressed Oh, yeah. So it's a mindset problem. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay, but honestly, I agree. So, like, I think Chinese education did, like, stress me out a lot. I think it made me really scared of authority until this day. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, teachers were just, like, such respectable figures in the school. And I think my own personality is also I'm not the type of person who would go and try to defy my teachers. So I think... um in that sense, I felt like I was very restricted in many ways. And I feel like I became a lot more extroverted and relaxed after I came to the U.S. Do you feel that? I was the opposite. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was a lot more relaxed in China. Maybe it's because when I first moved here, I had a lot of like language barrier issues. I like, moved to the U.S.? So yeah. I think that kind of changed my personality a little bit. Yeah, I guess I feel that too. Oh, also, I just want to talk about how I felt like my entire like education experience in China was pretty fun like in addition to the stress of academics I think there were there was such a diverse range of events like my school had music festival like cultural festival English festival it was like a like a week of us just like learning a lot of English performing English songs and poems watching English movies and that was super cool and we also had like sports competitions where I, I actually participated in a 400 meter race Queen, do you know what place I got first? No, I got third. Wow, were there three people? <laughs> yeah, wait, actually, <laughs> there were actually three people. <laughs> wow, I'm so proud of you. I think the only event I participated in was a tug of war between two classes. I'm pretty sure we lost, but it was fine. Tug of war is always a lot of fun, and also like the jump rope thing that oh, we yeah. did. Oh, yeah, oh, right, right. I also did jump rope. Yeah, oh, no, 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 I got cut from the team. Okay yeah hey, i got cut i got cut yeah but basically the jump rope thing is like it's a super long jump rope and like there are, t- there are two um people like swinging the rope and then everyone else stands in the line and then you just like go in it's like it moves super quickly it's mm-hmm. like you literally just run jump and then you run and yeah. then it goes like super fast and it's hella intense yeah and i think it's like really because when you're when you see variety show people i think because of this training you get when you're you're younger, everybody knows how to jump rope really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you watch Chinese variety shows and they play the same games, it's, like, the same games that we played when we were kids, Mm -hmm. so it's always fun to see that. Okay, I guess, like, we talked a lot about the positive things about going to school in China, but what is your least favorite thing about going to school in China? Well, I feel like I wasn't there long enough to experience the really scary parts. Oh, you mean, like, the stressful parts of... Like, older grades. Yeah, because I left when I was in third grade. Mm. But something that always stressed me out was when we had to memorize articles. Oh, yeah. Because we had to memorize, like, articles word for word. And they would just ask you to stand up and recite it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, very stressful. One time, like, my teacher, like, I, I got called on to recite an article. And I couldn't do it. And I literally just started crying on the spot. Oh, my God. Like, tears just rolled down my face. Yeah, that's how scared of teachers I was. I was, like, trying so hard to impress, so it always makes me so sad when I can't, like, live up to people's expectations. Aww. <laughs> Anything else you didn't like? Oh, yeah. Um. Sometimes in class, or, like, at lunch, we would eat lunch and go back to the classroom and just do work. And then sometimes the teacher would come after the bell rings, and he and she would come secretly from like the windows and look outside who's studying and who's not. And then when she comes inside of the class, she talks and she like she points out names of who wasn't focusing. And even though I was always focused, but it's
1: was just like, stressful. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Like same with my class. Um, every time like after. After lunch, we would sometimes just chill, like play card games in the classroom or just kind of like talk with people instead of doing work. But we always have one or two classmates who are waiting at the end of the hallway. And every time the teacher leaves their office to come towards our classroom, the two kids would run back to our classroom and be like, the teacher's coming. And then we all just like run back to our seat and sit down and pretend we're doing work. It's so it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what parts did you not like about Chinese education? Um, I guess I, I kind of touched on this a little bit already, but I felt like my grades were directly tied to my self-worth because I think it's clear that the teachers always liked the good students, like the students who got good grades. And so I felt like I have to be really good academically in order for like my friends and for my teachers to like me And a lot of the times it felt like my teachers were genuinely disappointed in me as a person when I didn't do well on an exam. Oh yeah, I remember I got my first 87 in third grade and I forgot to write my name on the test. It was a math test. Oh my god. And dude, and then so in China there's this thing called 科代表 where it's a student that kind of represent that subject and when the teacher would need to run errands like pass out tests or pass out homework, it would always be the could who would do those things. So the could was passing out homework and then she asked the teacher, because I didn't write my name, oh, who is this? And then she was so mad. She was like, obviously this is Serena Lee's and I was like, <gasps> Oh shoot. Oh my god, that's so traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, and then I got over it and then it was fine. Because mm-hmm. I think she actually roasted me in front of the whole class but at that time I was at the printer room running another errand so I didn't hear it. I heard it from my mom when another kid in my school told her mom and her mom told my mom and my my mom asked me and that's how I found out that she roasted me. Oh my god. (laughs) Wait, your, your math teacher? Yeah. Yeah, like the same thing happened to me and it's also with math and I think it was like a quiz or like a unit test or something and I think I got maybe below an 80 like maybe in the 70s range and when the teacher was was passing out tests because usually in China when teacher pass out tests they read the name and the grade oh yeah and they do it in order yeah oh my god it's literally the worst thing they like everyone knows what your grade is and then she called out my name and my like terrible grade and when I walked up to get my test and she like gave me the angriest glare I've ever seen in my entire life and then I just after after she did that I just started crying I was like a super sensitive person, but but I think at the same time, teachers in China care so much more like compared to um the teachers in the US. I think it's because teachers in the US are more like they want you to be independent, they want you to take care of things on your own. But I think in China it's like very much handheld and I think the teachers genuinely care about you. And the same math teacher that I just talked about, she went through like a surgery for her throat Um, because I I forget what the specific issue was, but after her surgery, she could not speak. Like, she couldn't speak at all, but she still came to work. And basically how she taught was that she would just type on the PowerPoint and still taught us. And I remember being so shook and so moved because I was like, oh my gosh, she cares so much about us and our grades that she still came even after her surgery. So I think it was really nice to have teachers that care that much. And I think now we're, like, all friends with our teachers or we're, like, very friendly with them. So that's, like, a really nice bond to have. Yeah, like, when we go back to China, we always visit them and, like, eat dinner with them. Yeah, and, like, even karaoke with them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and another thing is that when I was in China, I was forced to finish all my snacks and food. And it was a very traumatizing experience for me. Because before... Before, when I still went to school in the U.S., my lunch was always pizza plus chocolate milk, and that that is what I had every day, and I was very content. But then when I moved back to China in the cafeteria, it's all, like, Chinese food, and sometimes I can't finish them. Yeah, because they give you a lot. Yeah, they do give you a lot. And then every morning we have like some kind of pastry and then in the afternoon they always give out fruits, but I just can't finish them. I have a small appetite and I just can't finish. But then there's this teacher, they're like in charge of our like our diet, our sleep, our health and whatever. And they always like force you to finish your food like during lunch every day I'm always the last one to leave cuz I can't finish my food. So I literally just sit at the table and I just cry cuz I can't finish my food. And then sometimes in the afternoon when I can't finish my apple and then when everyone goes like to the front of the classroom to throw away their um their their leftover apple I would have only taken like maybe one or two bites out of my apple. And then I would have to throw it away because it's time for class again. And then the teacher would be really mad at me for not finishing my apple. So I started hiding food in my drawer under my desk. And then it started smelling really bad. But I literally just had no other choice because I couldn't finish. You put it in your backpack. I did that too. And it also smelled bad. So. Wait, but actually the food sometimes it's really good it's bomb yeah like sometimes on Fridays they would give you ice cream or oh yeah right and sometimes they would have chicken tonkatsu and those are always really really good and sometimes for fruits they would have watermelon and that's just like the superior fruit okay great um yeah I think like after I got used to the food in the cafeteria i like learned to love it so much yeah it's actually really good yeah and in middle school we had um boba too which was lit wow yeah and you can choose between like pearl and lychee jelly wait dude i remember i think you had a phase of boba when we were when you were in middle school i think i don't i think i'm always in the phase of boba (laughs) okay well i remember after one of your art classes oh yeah i would always go get boba yeah we went to get boba and then I remember I choked on a boba and I threw up. And I basically <laughs> was like traumatized by boba for like a good five years. I remember that. Yeah. It, was, it was quite brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I also feel like that um, Chinese education is a little backwards. Yeah. I remember in elementary school, we had this one class where all the girls had to do ballet and all the all the boys went to do soccer. And I never even questioned it when I was in elementary school, I thought this was normal. Like, girls are just supposed to dance. Boys are supposed to do sports. But now looking back, it's like, why was I forced to do ballet? Like, why couldn't I go play soccer if I wanted to? And why couldn't the reverse be the same? So, yeah, I guess that kind of sucks to be building or, like, implementing that gender stereotype and gender role at such a young age. But, yeah, looking back, it's kind of problematic. Yeah, and I think people would... Like when this there was like soccer competitions between the classes and it was always the boys who were uh kicking the ball and then the girls would just be cheerleading. Oh my god, yeah, we were literally supposed to like come up with a dance and cheerlead and I remember getting into arguments with the girls in my class about it. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since we already talked a lot about Chinese education and we wanted to compare the two different education system, I think we should now like shift into our experience with going to school in the U.S. So what are some things that you do like about the American education system? Yeah, I was a lot less stressed when I went to school and I was in America because the teachers weren't usually as pushy. And also, that's it. That's the only (laughs) thing you like about... Okay, yeah, I guess American education system is not the best thing in the world. We know that, but is that the only thing? I'm trying to think. I guess I can go while you think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the teachers are, they really, I guess I didn't even get to experience that because I feel like this is more of a thing that they do when you're in elementary school. Like the teachers really encourage your creativity. Like do, you had to do like a lot of like random arts and crafts project, right? When you're in elementary school. Yeah, but I didn't enjoy those. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess like the the stereotypical like understanding of American education is just that it's more um it gives you more freedom to grow in any way you want, whereas in China it's more like they're almost trying to make you into like cookie-cutter good students because like the exam that you're preparing for, the really the only way to study for it is just to do the problems like over and over and over and over and over again. Like that's the that's your way to college, whereas in the US it's like you need to do that, but also you need to have a personality. Yeah, and especially right now, they're not even, like, some schools, like UCs, they're not even looking at transcripts. So you just have to do other stuff. Yeah. Which is really hard. Yeah, I guess that's, that's, like, what is more stressful about American high school compared to China, because I think in China, you have, like, a clear direction. Like, you just gotta study. Yeah. You just gotta work hard, which is, like, it's, it's still, like, miserable, like, that preparation leading up to the entrance exam Um, but at least you you kind of have like something to work towards Mm -hmm. and it's pretty clear what you have to do but here it's just like you're supposed to follow your passion but your will of passion really leads you to where you want yeah that's a good question so what is your least favorite thing about american education i don't know if this is just Because we lived in China for so long before coming here. But it felt like it was so hard to make friends in an American high school. And I I know that in in Chinese high schools, there are like cases of like bullying, like really bad bullying too. Um, But I think in American high school, it's just like such a toxic environment for some reason. I think like everyone's just super immature and not very like open-minded So it was like really hard to make friends and especially going to a public school where everyone knew each other since they were like in kindergarten and stuff. It felt really hard to break into a social circle and I felt very self-conscious of the fact that I lived in China for so long and being Chinese is such a huge part of my identity but I wasn't proud of that and that was like my my issue that I had to overcome for me. But what about you? Oh, for me, because I moved here when I was in fourth grade, so it's easier for me to make friends. But then I basically stopped talking to all the friends I made in elementary school in middle school. Mm-hmm. So, are you, are most of your friends now um, like from China? Yeah, because I feel like I could only relate to them because our areas of interests are so different. Like, I am not interested in a lot of American pop culture stuff, mm-hmm. which makes me hard to connect or relate to people that grew up here basically Mm. because my main source of entertainment is like Chinese tv shows or Asian variety shows and Asian songs Mm. those I just feel more connected to because it's something I grew up listening to and I just never had that same connection with American songs so it's hard for me to relate to people who grew up here Mm. yeah I feel I remember in high school when I found a group of people speaking Chinese like I was literally in the school cafeteria and I heard people speaking Chinese and I was like oh my god I found my group <laughs> like I finally found people that I feel like I could actually relate to because I found myself trying to learn American pop culture like trying to catch up to like all the eight years that I missed when I was in China and trying to be able to be relatable and talk about the right like shows celebrities and whatever Um, So it was, like, nice to be able to find that group at my school who are, like, who also had, like, a Chinese background. Yeah, because there's so much to talk about. And they understand you because you basically went through the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's really easy to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, do you feel like this will be the case for, like, when you go on to college in the future as well? Like, you'll still, like, naturally gravitate towards, like, a certain group of people? Definitely, because I think it's just so much easier to make friends with people who have the same areas of interest as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? You're already in college, so did that happen to you? Actually, in college, I I have like very few like Chinese international friends. Like, I literally probably only have like one or two that I talk to occasionally. But also, I think it might be different for your case because you're not exactly like fresh off the boat, you know. Mm-hmm. because a lot of uh, Chinese international students, they just come here. So you also can't yeah. like, I can't connect. I can't them. connect to them. Yeah, that's very true. Sometimes, sometimes when I like find myself in situations where I'm hanging out with um, people who just came from like Chinese high school and then attending uh, college in the US, I feel like it was, it's really hard for me to relate to them mm-hmm. as well. And it's easier for me to relate to an ABC now because I think I've had, like, these past few years of living in the U.S. and then becoming more familiar with, like, American culture and all that stuff. So it's, like, interesting to see um, how my friend groups have changed and how, like, my interest has has shifted. Is there anything else you want to mention about – anything bad you want to mention about American education? Yeah. I feel like the grading system is very annoying because – your grades accumulate over the semester. So if you fail one test, it's really hard to bring your grade back up. And I'm just struggling so much. <laughs> this sounds deeply personal right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just like my biggest problem. Mm. Yeah, it is tough. Okay, so I guess like now we kind of analyzed both American and Chinese education system on like a very surface level based on our own experience. But It was still kind of like fun to compare like the two different um, education. But right now, which one do you prefer? Like, would you rather have gone to only an American school for like the for your entire life or only a Chinese school? I feel like as much as I loved my experience in China, I would choose to go to an American high school because especially as you get to high school in China, it just becomes really stressful Mm -hmm. because basically one test determines your whole life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'll be able to pull through that. So I think there's American system of education is probably better fitted for me. Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, I feel that too. I feel like Chinese education might be too stifling for me like as, as we move higher up in grades. And I feel like, and I also know that um the Chinese like university system is not as good as the American one. Like yeah. I think American universities are known for being like really difficult and really challenging, but in China it's the opposite. Like you work really hard in high school and then once you get to college it's more relaxed compared to high school. Um so I think I prefer um how it's run here in the US, but also at the same time I think my experience was really good like going to school in China when I was young to be kind of like trained um, in like a Chinese elementary school and develop really good work ethic and also find like a really close group of friends and then coming back to the U.S. for high school and college where I feel like I can really be myself, um, speak my mind, and then explore a lot of different options and also being able to be both fluent in Chinese and English, I think that's something I'm just deeply, deeply grateful for. Yeah, it's so useful. You can watch both Chinese <laughs> videos and American videos. Yeah, and I feel like you just have you're you're just you just have access to two completely different worlds and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that is it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to it and if you have any questions then You want us to answer, whether it's about, like, education system in China or the U.S. or just anything in general. Or suggestions for future episodes. Yes. Please DM us on Instagram at iappodcast. We will definitely respond because nobody DMs us. (laughs) Should you say that? (laughs) I mean, it's kind of clear. This is our first episode, so. Okay. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Surprise! This episode is not over yet. We're back again to do this thing called Song of the Episode because we both love Chinese pop and we want to share that with you guys. So, Serena, will you do the honor of presenting our first Song of the Episode ever? Yes. It's Crush on You by Ma Siwei. Yes, you can stream this song on Spotify, On watch it on YouTube. Wait, is it on YouTube? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll just stream it on Spotify. It's a really great song. Masue is a part of Higher Brothers, who has signed under 88 Rising, and they make really lit Chinese hip-hop. It's amazing. Yes, go check it out. Okay, well, bye! Bye!